it's another podcast for your ears to consume. You can play it in the background while you clean your room. It's funny and wholesome with relatable guests. The host isn't famous, but he's doing his best. And now it's starting. The podcast is starting right now. Welcome to Too Hot in the Mic, the only podcast where the guest is always hotter than the host. I'm your host, Lucas McCutcheon, and before this inaugural episode gets started, I just wanted to say thank you. If you know me in person or online, thank you for taking the time to show your support. With all that being said, let's get into the episode. Today, we have Noah Aldifer, longtime friend. I actually knew Noah pre-Baylor, so we've been friends for the past eight or so years. Even though we've been friends that long, it was still great to sit down and talk to him about what TikTok and content creation means to him, and then get to goof around and do some fun improv. So please enjoy. Enjoy too hot in the mic. Hello, welcome, welcome to, to the, the, the podcast. podcast. Wow, we did it perfectly. It's crazy that we rehearsed it so well, and it turned out so well when we when we rolled. That's true. That's true. Today's guest is Noah Oliver. Hi. Better known as the Alternative Fern. Known by my fans and my haters as the Alternative Fern. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that name? It literally just kind of sounds like my last name, which is Alderfer. I liked putting alternative in there because i like alternative music and then just needed something for the last syllable so i became the alternative fern um have you ever seen a fern in real life surely could i identify one no could you identify in an alternative fern i could identify an alternative fern you see that plant up there that's an alternative fern this plant right here alternative fern anything that you think could be an alternative fern is an alternative fern. That's wow. the magic of the channel. So as of the time of this recording, mm-hmm. you have 108,000 followers. Really? 108? 108. 108.3. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like 104. That's cool. <laughs> Where did those 4,000 go from? <laughs> How has that changed your life? Um, it hasn't. <laughs> Other than um, it gives me has not changed my experience with strangers at all. I did have one person come up to me in LA when we were there on vacation. We were there to see Mike Birbiglia and I did have one girl come up to me and just say, oh, I love your TikToks. And that was like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. I was like, thank you so much. But mostly it just gives me clout among my like peripheral friends or like my associates because then they like to lead with like, oh, you're famous on TikTok, which isn't true, but to them, it, it feels, is, a little it feels true. true. An immediate step up in my fringe relationships uh, to give me power over them. How was that process for you starting TikTok? You know when I started TikTok because you made me start TikTok. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I was inspired by none other than Lucas McCutcheon, the host of this podcast. Better known as Lucas for Hire Online. Better known as Lucas for Hire Online. Because in the pandemic, we were not doing anything. And I was holed up in my room in Houston at my parents' house. And I had no interaction with anyone and nothing to do. And then Lucas was like, oh, you got to get on TikTok. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's musically that's that lip syncing app it was musically and it was very cringe whenever it first started we didn't like it we had only seen like curtis connor and drew gooden making fun of tiktoks i had not seen like anyone using the app in the way that like vine had been used to like actually make funny things but then lucas got on and was like oh no like there's like so much on this app like there's so many other things happening and then he started making funny videos and found success and i was like well i guess i guess um, and I like that success back then was like 4,000 years. <laughs> and it was like, this is the craziest thing wow. we've ever done. Look at this giant platform we've been given. Yeah. And then I 
popped on and I was just farting around for like the first few videos and then a couple of them had a, a little more viewership and I started putting a little more effort into it and then I started growing and then I started my cycle of putting in a lot of effort to TikToks, getting burnt out and then putting in a lot of effort and then getting burnt out and that's where we are today. Do you have any regrets? from that, those first couple months or that yes. first year of what yes. you put out there? Absolutely. I have already hidden and deleted so many videos from that first year. I honestly think because we were like locked up that I like forgot how to like be like a normal person. Like I forgot what I would ever consider posting on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I was so desperate for like interaction in any way. In the pandemic, there was nothing else to do. So I was posting like three times a week and I was just making all sorts of different stuff. And so much of it, looking back when I got to like making videos that like I now am proud of was, oh my God, they're so <laughs> cringy. I like can't stand to even think of them. It's so embarrassing. I look back at my earliest sketches and I'm wearing all the worst outfits <laughs> I've ever seen. It's just like... Middle of pandemic, I, I'm i just th grabbing random articles of clothing and I'm oh wearing them God. in these videos and I've never looked worse. That's so funny. I'm bone skinny because I got sick at the beginning of the pandemic. I had a Crohn's flare up that was really bad. Not and COVID. I, not COVID, Crohn's flare up. And I lost 10, 15 pounds or something like that. I w I'm like- You didn't have 10 or 15 I didn't. pounds to lose. I was I was small, so that's the most jarring to look at. Let's bring it back into the future, the, the now uh -huh. era, uh -huh. the present. So um, this segment is called, Hey, You Popped Off. Okay. Talking about your most viral moment. Any guesses what your most viral is? Is it easy to guess? Is it sports ball? It is sports ball. <sighs> that's so disappointing. It is sports ball. Let's see how many views sports ball is at. Hey, sports ball. Hit the slam dunk touchdown, whatever you call it. Over right. half a million likes on sports ball. Wow, that's cool. That is very cool. Over 4,000 comments. Let's see how many views sports ball has. Is it 3 million? 3.3 million views on sports ball. 3.3. That's insane. How was that experience? <sighs> I mean, like, great because I needed that. Like, I hadn't had a video, like... I feel like when I did that, I hadn't had a video like do well in a while. So it was nice for it to happen, but I was disappointed that it was that one. I was like, I'm proud of it. Like it's a good little satirical character video, but like, it's so funny that like the reason it did so well was that like everyone commenting on it was either like, oh, I hate this kind of person or B, I am this kind of person. Mm -hmm. Very few people got that I was like, this is also not like a lifting up of like sports heads. I'm not like saying that like you guys are like anyone who doesn't like sports is an idiot. Yeah, you weren't trying to encourage people like who love sports to be like, yeah, we yeah. should bully these guys. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, not the case at all. Someone commented very early and, uh, and said people who make hating sports their personality are just as annoying as people who make loving sports their personality. And I liked it and I commented, I was like, yes, that's exactly it. Which was my point of the video because we've, we had skewed in the other way that like we all know like people who only care about like straight dudes who only care about sports are annoying. But then it became like the sort of like nudge nudge of like the alternative community to be like... <laughs> Oh, what is this? Sports? Cool that you're still into that. Yeah, or Which like is... playing at being oblivious about sports. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that. What do they kick the touchdown pass ball? 
It's like, like you know that you know you know that that's wrong. You know that that's not. You know what sport it is. You know that, that it's baseball. Dumb. You're not that dumb. <laughs> Do you have a video you wish was your most viral video? There are several that I'm proud of. I mean, I love. I think my favorites are TV characters, the stand-up comedians series. Like I'm an okay impressionist. I'm not like a sound perfect impressionist, but I'm good at timbre and picking up people's vocal patterns and then the thing that i love about those videos is like writing a joke that that character would say because it causes me to like really analyze like the writing of the sitcom and combine like the performance of the actor with like the writing of it to make something that people are like oh my gosh they would do something like that any of those but they've all most of those have done well Mm -hmm. so you're kind of nailing the impression on two fronts you're nailing the impression of the comedian but also doing the impression of the writing staff Mm -hmm. The sitcom itself yeah it's a lot of work they're very hard to make and they take a lot of time and a lot of takes but i'm proud of how most of them have turned out is there anything that you would do when you consider your channel you look back at the history this wild ride it's been is there anything you would change or advice that you would give like your younger self even a year ago um don't post all the crazy videos in the pandemic um i just i don't know i have now settled on how I want my TikTok page to be seen. And I don't really have any interest in it being like a window into me as a person. I just kind of want it to be a showcase for me as a performer. And I made a lot of videos in the pandemic that were like, okay, followers, here's what happened to me this week. Not a lot of them, but there were certainly some that I'm like, don't do that. (laughs) People don't need to know that much about you. (laughs) TikTok is such a dangerous place to decide to put like your personality on the idea of like posting something for my friends that could accidentally be seen by like a million people is terrifying to me so i would say keep it to the characters and the sketches (laughs) keep the cards closer yeah this next section is called the beef oh Uh -oh. uh-oh uh-oh because the best way to get views Hmm. is to start some drama oh god so is there any tiktokers or youtubers or other content creators Uh uh-huh that's a fight on site that's a fight on site. Well, thankfully, I don't have the experience that you have where sometimes just horrible generic TikTokers will show up on your For You page. Like mine is pretty much all people that I have curated. I'm very particular about who I follow and I think and what I like. And I think that makes my For You page. I don't know. Brent Rivera. Is he still around? That guy sucks. It's crazy how Brent Rivera has sucked for 10 years. Wow. Those are fighting words. Hope Brent doesn't see this. Um, Brent, if you're watching this. I'm not kidding. Brent's going to destroy you I and hope your family. So. I hope so. <laughs> Brent Rivera. <laughs> I haven't thought about Brent Rivera in I so I feel like long. he popped up. He did pop up on like YouTube or TikTok for me. And I was like, what is this guy still doing? What um, is he doing? He's still same, doing thing. same thing. Same thing. God bless him. God bless him. But if Noah Aldefer, the alternative fern, sees mm-hmm. you in public. Mm-hmm. We do have to square up. I also picked someone that I'm confident I could win in a physical altercation. Yeah. That, that's good. It's like if I picked the Paul brothers, you know, you're like, I'm screwed. Yeah. Fight on sight. I get my ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brent Rivera is a safe choice. Yeah. We only fight people we know we can beat. And that's right. It's time for part of the show called Lucas's Big Ask, where okay. I ask you something. Oh, ask. I'm sorry. I thought that you had said something else. I didn't quite catch the K at the end of that. Okay. All right. So my I'm sorry. Big... I thought you said Lucas's Big Ass is what I thought you said. Lucas's big ass? You know, no, 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 no. As in the snake? Ass. A-S-S, the bad word. I thought you cursed on this podcast. I didn't think it even sounded like that. 
It's Lucas's big ask. Are you ready for the big ask? Always. Can I have twenty dollars? Yeah, you can have twenty dollars. Okay. <laughs> this part of the show is called Lucas's slightly smaller ask. Okay. All right. In forty-five seconds, can you tell me as many Waterburger orders mm-hmm. for Parks and Rec's characters? Oh my God. 45 seconds. Okay, so Leslie Nope is definitely getting a breakfast item. We don't have, a, they do have pancakes, but they're not very good. So I'm saying that she's going to get the Whataburger cinnamon roll, which mm-hmm. is excellent. Andy has got to get um, something that's a little messy. Maybe he's doing like a, like a patty melt or something like that. Ron Swanson is definitely getting like a number three triple meat Whataburger with bacon on it. Maybe jalapenos if he likes it spicy. Rob Lowe is getting, or uh, sorry, Chris Traeger. He's literally getting a grilled chicken sandwich uh meal um, oh gosh um april april is getting um a small fry and then like four packs of spicy ketchup and oh gosh i'm out of time <laughs> that was really good that was really good i only missed like two pe- i didn't get to adam scott or aziz That's okay, okay we'll give it to you what, what what would they get okay tom is getting i don't know what tom eats what is i've never thought about fancy tom. things doesn't he, he does like fancy things so he's probably getting like the avocado bacon burger Mm. um on texas toast and then i bet you ben gets like just a standard like he's probably the only one who doesn't get a burger with cheese on it Mm. you know what i mean like it's probably just like literally a number one no cheese no cheese you feel proud of that i'm mostly confident because the cast is right outside the store (gasps) bring him in bring him in oh my god they all have their orders little sebastian got a little order for me now we are to the improv section of the Mm. podcast have you ever done improv before um, only for the past eight years. No need to show off. <laughs> so got a couple of suggestions to throw off. Um, we can do either random word generator. Okay. Um, or if you got a story from this week, did something really good or bad happen this week? New job. You want to use new job as a... Yeah. New yeah. Job? I just got a new job, everybody. Hey, let's throw in a little audience applause sound effect. Thanks, guys. All right. New job. Hey, do you, do you mind if I just share your desk with you? It's my first day, and they didn't give me a desk. Terry, I got you. I can't believe that you were already moving in like this. I got you this job. Is it not enough that I got you into this company? No, no. I really appreciate it. I swear. That's why I sent the fruit basket. The fruit basket is beautiful. I No, no. I really, really appreciate it. I wish I you hadn't put pears in it, though. Okay. I didn't. It was. It's a, like a bundle. I don't get to pick We've the We've been friends for fruit. 20 years. You know that I'm allergic to pears. I know you're allergic to pears, but I didn't think it was touching everything. Okay, look, I really, really appreciate mm-hmm. getting this job. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm excited to work on computer. Mm-hmm. I really am. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they didn't give me a desk. All right, that's insane, Terry. They give everyone a desk. They, you already did all of your your uh, orientation. Orientation. Yes, they walked me around the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. they said, "All right, off you go." And I said, "Oh, what about?" And they're like, "Oh, one second meeting." Oh, I hate when they do that. They're in meetings all day. I know. Management. Mm management okay you can stay at my desk for just today but by tomorrow you've got to have a new desk i don't have space as as head head account manager (laughs) i can't be sharing my desk with a new guy hey that's fair i get it i don't want to give you a bad rep so i got you a little something terry oh my gosh this is an enormous knife yeah because you're always talking about how how the company always gets those big checks Uh uh-huh and they come in big letters, so you got to open those big envelopes gotta, somewhere. Got to open those big envelopes. With, oh, my gosh. How old is this knife? It looks like. It's it's ancient. It's pretty ancient. Oh, my God. Yeah. Egyptian? Yeah, I got it from my last job. I didn't even know they had steel. 
The Egyptians? Yeah. Well, they got it from the Greeks. Oh, okay. It was traded. Wow. It was bartered. Did you get this from like a gift shop or did you literally? No, I got it from the museum. Oh. I was working the security job at the museum. In Egypt? Mm-hmm. And you just, on your way out, just snuck a little trinket? Okay, well, do you not like it? No, I think it? it's beautiful. It's not like cursed, is it? Is it cursed? No, it's been in a museum for like 50 years. No one's ever died. Okay. okay. Sure, there's been a lot of broken bones. Broken bones, you say? Yeah, and then like the like if someone who's working at the museum who works in that section near the sword like mm. they'll go home and like their loved one is like dead but they didn't die at the museum okay i'm starting to think that the, why do you have a glove on your left hand why have a glove on my left hand yeah why do you only have a glove on your left hand cold just your left hand is cold why are you wearing two socks take your glove off terry take the glove off okay. oh just, my god yeah why does your why do your fingers look like that? Okay. Okay. I accidentally touched the blade. Oh, my God. And I think it's sucking the life out of me. Jesus Christ, Terry. Don't make it a big deal. It's my first day. I really don't want to get in trouble. Okay. We'll deal with it tomorrow. We'll do the desk, uh -huh. and then we'll figure out the hand thing. The hand thing. Okay. Terry, this is all very kind of you, but I don't know if I want to touch the knife. Although I really do want to sink my teeth into one of these apples yeah sink your teeth in one of those apples but i can't i can't chomp on it i gotta uh, cut it first because yeah. of so you want me to use the knife because it's since it's already sliced yeah, my since flesh it's already sapping the life out of you oh my gosh if if i knew you're gonna be this kind of manager what you'd be on the street you wouldn't have come here yeah, yeah. oh and that was the improv section of the podcast that wraps things about up last thing kind of like hot ones we throw mm -hmm. it to you is there anything coming up for you yeah we've got a. Uh, this is funny enough really? also something for you something that you're little in. me yeah little lucas because both of us are doing the egg party sketch show our oh, first sketch show. sketch show rough cut at the fallout theater in austin texas if you happen to be free on the evening of the 21st 28th or 29th you should come see us do some sketch you should come see us do some sketch uh, it's pretty funny People are saying, oh my goodness, I want to come again. People are coming back to the sketch show where we're doing the same sketches again. All the surprises are gone, and people still want to be there for a second time. It's that good. Thank you for coming in again on the podcast. Thank you for having me again on the podcast. Any compliments for me before we go? Lucas, you are a guy. I'd say the guy.